A recent study by Bizble Marketing found webinars convert at rates between 35 and 45%. When's the last time you saw those conversion rates? In this episode, I talk about webinar best practices and the latest webinar tools. Plus, I share a new Facebook ads resource and talk about Google RSLA. All that and a whole lot more in this episode of Inbound Buzz. Welcome to the Inbound Buzz Podcast, your weekly jolt of all things digital and inbound marketing. Brought to you by redpandas.com.au. Now for your host and co-founder of Red Pandas, Moby Sadiq. Welcome to Inbound Buzz. I'm your host, Moby Sadiq, and I truly hope you're very well today whilst you listen to episode number 51. I don't know if you call my interview with Jeff Bulis last week. I'm still on a high after that thing. For those of you who are not aware, Jeff was ranked the number one digital marketing influencer in the world, and he just happens to be Australian. Represent, represent. So great to have him on. Definitely check back if you um, haven't heard that one yet. He delivered a masterclass on blogging, but it was a lot more than that. Definitely shared a, a personal side of that mentality that has actually taken him to where he is. And that brings me to my first Buzz, which is a featured book this week by the Jeff Bulis called Blogging the Smart Way. We did touch on it last week in the interview, and since then I've had more time to dive into this thing. Now, it's great for anyone who is looking to start a blog, who has had one for a while, and you know, someone just kind of looking to sense check against best practice. So, for instance, there's this whole chapter around starting a blog from scratch. What should you write about? How do you come up with ideas? How do you get started? You know, even the technical side, do I go WordPress, etc., etc. And, you know, this almost my favorite. There's this entire couple of pages on the excuses people make and the remedies for them. So, for example, the impossible goal of perfection. You're never going to hit perfection. My ideas are not original. I'm not a genius. I'm not a writer, so on and so forth. What I love about this book is the case studies as well. So, for example, how sites like Mashable and Social Media Examiner started. Now, of course, most of us are not media sites. We're in the business of selling products and services. But this book covers every single element you'd actually want when it comes to either personal blogging, business blogging, um, how to create headlines, and even a 10-step process for a successful social media strategy. Because, of course, your promotion and distribution strategy is just, if not more important, than your creation. Now, moving along, my next buzz is a featured podcast of the week. So last week, I had the tables turned on me, and I was interviewed by a good friend of mine, Samantha Alford, on her new podcast, The Daily Hub. So, Samantha runs Inbound Add-ons. It's a site for anyone who's looking to integrate a membership website with the power of HubSpot's marketing automation tool. So if you're a website looking to move into the membership space or your membership site already and you want to leverage off all the workflows and all the you know sexy intelligent stuff that HubSpot has, then you've got to check out Inbound Add-ons. But anyway, her podcast, as you might have guessed by the name, is daily. So that's like five days a week and just insane credit to her. And two of my must-listen episodes of her podcast were, of course, one by my main man, George B. Thomas. Shout out to Georgie B. I know he tunes in from time to time. And of course, another legend who we've had on as well, the David Meeman Scott. So speaking of books, He's the author of what I call the Bible of Modern Age Marketing, and the book is called The New Rules of Marketing and PR. This must be the third time I've mentioned it in 50 episodes. Now, 
I'll link those episodes and also the episode where she interviewed me. And she essentially was interviewing me about how my agency helped increase leads by over 378% using inbound marketing. And it was a lot of fun and thank you to Samantha for having me on the show. Check her out, Daily Hub, another one to add to your rotation and all the links you'll find in our show notes at redpandas.com.au forward slash EP51. So the featured buzz of today's episode and what I'm most excited to talk about is webinars. Now last week I did a webinar targeted to marketers but before I share more about the particular contents of that webinar, I want to talk about the power of webinars. For me, I think they are a highly underrated tool and probably because they've been around for so long and traditionally the cost has been a little bit prohibitive. But the cost factor is changing with some of the new players on the market like Webinar Jam, which I'll talk about. So webinars are consistently ranked as one of the most effective content marketing strategies and are the next best thing to a face-to-face interaction. With a good webinar, you're automatically building instant authority and your audience actually has an opportunity to get to know you, to get to like you, trust you, and in a more in-depth medium than anything else. And a few quick stats around webinars if you're not really convinced. Participants of webinars actually tend to refund less. They buy more often and they buy at higher prices. And this one's quite incredible. Based on a study done by Bizball Marketing, who I referenced in the opening, they analyzed 12,870 webinars and they found that the conversion rate for the average attendee number of 148 or so was 35 to 45%. That's just insane. I'll link to that research as as well in the show notes and you can check out the entire webinar benchmark report. Even at that low end, 35%, that's a fantastic result. And it's because you're building trust, you know, you're building real value and you're giving them a little bit of a taste and they want to know more. Now, the webinar I actually did last week, is still available. I'll link to that and it was titled Mastering a Marketing Career in a New Digital Era. And it was targeted specifically to marketing managers. So, you know, mastering a marketing career who are in digital you know a lot of us a lot of marketers have actually kind of fallen into digital it's only kind of now there's all these courses and and stuff and they're actually starting to get good and i also spoke about the modern consumer buyer trend so what is the modern buyer look like and then at the persona themselves so okay cool if that's the modern buyer you as a persona, what does that mean for your career? What are the key skills you need and the different career paths that are available to you in the world of marketing slash digital marketing? And then we ended with digital marketing education options and also a bit of a learning resources plan, you know, podcasts, books, um, blogs that you should be checking out. So if you're into that sort of stuff, definitely check that out. Of course, I've linked that in the show notes and from the feedback, people seem to like it. Now, I want to talk about webinar Jam. Now, this is the app that I used. Now, Webinar Jam is everything you need in a box to create a webinar. Now, you might have heard of things like GoToWebinar. It, it's one of those. It's a competitor. Go. It's a competitor to GoToWebinar. I love it because it dumps everything down for you. You've got all the templates, and and now let's talk about essentially the features and what I liked about it. So, the landing pages. They're there. You know, there's about eight odd landing page templates you can use. The email templates. So the email templates for, you know, autoresponder, you've registered, uh, reminder email, and then another reminder sort of 15 minutes beforehand, and then a post email as well. The live chat room, so the, the place where everyone is watching this together, 
is really seamless, easy to use. And because it actually runs off Google Hangouts, and people actually really can't tell because it's a bit of a skin, because it runs off Google Hangouts, it means they don't have to install any crazy plugins. They just open up a browser and they're good to go. Very easy to use and it's very easy to get a second, maybe even a third presenter on. Now, because it is based on Google Hangouts, it will save your videos on YouTube as unlisted videos automatically. So unlisted videos are videos you actually can't get to unless you have the link. So bonus, it's already there. You can republish it, you can download it, you can do whatever you want with it. Now price, this might be the biggest factor. This is the best value webinar toolkit you'll find out there. So to put it into perspective, go to webinar, the basic version starts at $110 per month and all you get is 100 participants, which is a bit of a, a bit of a problem for me to be honest. Last thing you wanna be worried about is, oh my God, are people gonna miss out to this? And the features are a little bit light on. The highest tier of GoToWebinar, of course, is around $700 and doesn't feature some of the cool features Webinar Jam has. So for example, having these offers that pop up during your webinar, sending SMSs. And this one, this one, this is a pretty cool feature, but it raises a bit of an ethical question. Now, Webinar Jam has this thing called Ever Webinar. What it is, is it's a webinar that appears live. So it's not actually live. You've already done this webinar, you've already pre-recorded this webinar. So it, it appears live to your audience. And they've even got this thing called Just On Time. So you create the landing page, you create some ads or whatever it is. As soon as a person gets that landing page, it says, hey, we've got a webinar starting in five minutes. So it's actually how I kind of learned about this. I, I, I stumbled on something, it was like a video webinar, and it said, hey, you know, you've got a webinar starting in three or four minutes. I thought, just my luck, I'll jump on. Then I thought, hold on, because I like to know how things worked. I figured out what it was, and this was the tool. So I haven't done that yet. It's definitely slightly questionable, and you're going to have to kind of look at it yourself. But anyway, it is what it is. Now, what I didn't like about the tool was the landing pages in the emails, although they're templated for you, they are fairly basic. Now, you'll see the one I linked in the show notes. This is the one I did. I mean, the good thing about it is it's fairly minimalistic, but I mean, I couldn't even add a logo on the template that I selected. So that's a bit of a downside, but hey, it's a bit of a general practitioner. So you, you kind of get what you get. Now, my biggest gripe, and this isn't a deal breaker, but it was the delay between you and your audience. So our delay when we did it, it felt like about 40 seconds which is okay as long as you're aware of it. So what we did was we hit the go live button about a minute before we started, just in case there wasn't any dead air. And when we finished, we didn't end it right away. We left it for about a minute as well. Now, if you're going to run a webinar, keep in mind some of the best practices. A lot of these you'll find in the Bizble Marketing Webinar Benchmarks report I referenced earlier. But some of my favorites were, they speak about the average time, right? So the average time these days is roughly on a webinar is 30 to 50 minutes. Now mine was around 35 minutes plus Q&A and I prefer to keep it at that. So keep them short because it's hard for people to pay attention, you know, 35, 40, 50 minutes in front of their computer just watching a bunch of slides. People's attention span will wane. Now the highest converting webinars are 100% educational. And it sounds like common sense, but let's let's think about this for a second. They're designed to actually solve a problem for your persona. So, for example, a content marketing webinar isn't as effective as how to create a world-class content marketing calendar. 
The latter is designed to solve a problem and the persona knows they're going to walk away with, with something of value. So two very different titles, you know, very different outcomes. Now, I believe you've got to go deeper as opposed to wider. So content marketing as, as a webinar is a bit wide, right? But this isn't a golden rule. So for instance, I'm aiming to do a 10 ultimate lead generation hacks webinar, which is a repurpose of a presentation I did live. But even that, even though it's, it's a little bit wider, it is designed to solve a unique problem, and that is how to generate more leads. The second thing you've got to keep in mind is the emails. Now, Webinar Jam, the great thing about it is it has these templated emails and it has these recommended times. So they've got, I think, four. So the first email template is the autoresponder, and it says, hey, you know, fantastic, thanks for signing up. It's got photos of the presenters, which I actually took out because I thought it was a bit tacky. Um, add to your calendar, pretty cool. And then again, pretty basic, but at least it will get through the email, filters a little bit easier. Then you can set reminders, and then the reminder might be two or three days before. Um, and the second reminder, or the last reminder, is 15 minutes before, saying, hey, we're about to go on. The final reminder, and this is something we learned, is the post-webinar reminder. Now, statistically, you'll get around 50% of your views from replays. So this is quite key in that. Or people who didn't attend. So 50% of those are, are going to be that group. With the uh, email, we actually set it to, so the webinar finished at lunch, and we said, you know what, let's leave it until the end of the day. Let them get it at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Where what we found after we finished the webinar, people were actually saying, will I get, a will I, will I get access to this? Will I get um, the video? Will I get the slides? So it's better to actually send it automatically, maybe within 5, 10 minutes, whilst they're still kind of buzzed and you know are more likely to share it around. Another key tip is have two people on board. So we had a moderator, so a person who did the introduction, um, and then we had myself. The moderator is a good person to keep track or who is a good person to keep track of all the questions, any problems that might arise. Whereas even if you've got it handled, your attention isn't there because you're constantly kind of referring to if you've got a slide up, you can't see the chat pane. So your attention is kind of split. You don't know 10 minutes into this, are people still there? Are they have that dropped out or whatever? So definitely have two people on board. It would have been very different if I did it by myself. This one's probably the most important thing. You've got to test that shiz, right? You test, test, test. We did a dry run about four days before the actual webinar and it was horrible. I was like almost depressed. I'm like, oh my God, this product isn't going to work. It's going to be horrible. But it was just testing things that we didn't realize. And just like an actual presentation, practice is vital. The thing here, you've got the added complexity of technology, so keep that in mind. All right, now moving on. This one is for all our Facebook advertisers listening, which should be practically all of you. B2B is not an excuse anymore. In fact, for B2B organizations, Facebook generates more leads at a more efficient rate than LinkedIn. It is the medium you cannot ignore. And I actually did a really good episode on why Facebook ads fail. And that was all the way back episode 15. Still a really good refresher for you to check out. Now, the resource I wanted to share with you guys today is one that I use every single time I'm looking to create a new client's Facebook campaign or a campaign for myself. And it's brought to you by the guys from Ad Espresso. Now, it's called the Ad Espresso Ad Gallery, and it's effectively the largest collection of Facebook and Twitter ads in the world. The library is probably around 120,000 plus ads, 
and landing pages you can check out. And I think the entire gallery actually used to be free, but now with the free version, you um, still get about nine ads. That's so still decent, still nine different ads you can have a look at. And the actual brand, actual landing pages. The other cool thing is the filters, right? So if you just got nine ads, that would be useless, but you can filter by things like industry, placement, objectives, and attributes. And attributes is pretty cool because it includes things like, I want to see, you know, you might say, oh, the retail industry, ads that include humans or ads that include illustrations, videos, etc. Definitely a good one to check out. Now, if you have an ad with ad, sorry, if you have an account with Ad Espresso, because it is a tool, that's not what they do, they don't just give away galleries, you get access to the gallery for free. And you also get things like training videos and you can pay monthly, so it's not a bad one to check out. Now, the free version of the gallery was the actual featured buzz. Like that was what I wanted to share with you guys. But the Ad Espresso Facebook advertising platform is actually a beast in itself. If you're taking Facebook ads seriously, then this is a tool you should be looking at. What it will allow you to do is run your ads through the platform. So as opposed to using a Power Editor or the Facebook Ads Manager, you run them through Ad Espresso. You create your campaigns, you create all your reports, all your optimizations, and this is the amazing part. You can literally create thousands of variations of your ad for split testing purposes in a couple of clicks, and it does all that optimization for you. And the reporting tool, and you know, if you're a marketer, reporting is key, right? Something a lot of most marketers struggle with. It's a very clean, nice dashboard interface. I'm a huge, huge fan. And I might actually even try to get them onto the show to expand on this because definitely I will not do it justice here. Check out the tool. It's about $49 a month. I think there's a free trial for two weeks. And the $49 a month gets you started and you can manage up to $3,000 worth of Facebook advertising spend. And then it goes up to $300 per month if you're spending up to $50,000 a month. Yes, people are spending that type of money because it works. Okay, for the final bus, let's move on from the Facebook advertising platform to its younger, uglier sibling, Google AdWords. It's a shame Google AdWords is seen that way and people just don't get excited about AdWords as they do with Facebook, but it's still incredibly powerful. And the competitions between the platforms actually has meant better features for us, the advertisers. One of those features is RSLA. Now, apart from being a very silly acronym, it stands for Remarketing Lists for Search Ads. What it allows you to do is adjust your bids for people that have been to your website before and are now searching on a keyword that is contained within your AdWords account. Okay, so let me explain. Now, you know how remarketing works, right? You visit a website, the website places a cookie on your browser, and then you get stalked for your natural born life by those genes that you were looking at. Well, remarketing RSLA ads work similar, but it's for search. So say somebody visits your website and a few weeks later they do another search. So they've actually typed it into Google. Um, what you can do is you can adjust your bid higher for that person. Now, why would you want to do this? Firstly, well, if you consider display ads, that's kind of interruptive marketing. Someone might be on a, on a blog about, I don't know, uh, mountain biking, right? And you're showing them shoes, you know, fashion shoes, whatever. Um, whereas search is search, like that's where the, the consumer's intent is. And the other reason why you want to do this is buying cycles are really linear. People will visit, they'll think about it, they'll come back to it, they'll look for alternatives, they'll educate themselves with content. It's all part of the buyer's journey. So using RLSA ads, 
well, see, that's like saying ATM machine. That's automatic teller machine machine. You're targeting people who are more invested in the purchasing decision and therefore more likely to convert. It's worth paying a little bit more for these guys who are more likely to convert. Now, if you want to really kind of take this a step further, Neil Patel, the growth marketing guru, has a very clever user case that I've borrowed. What he does is he adds a Google code to his site, just like you normally do. So obviously you need to put some code on your website so Google knows that they've been to your website and they can remarket them. Then he targets bottom of funnel content or BOFU content on his site. So let me give you an example. A person reading what is inbound marketing isn't nearly as commercially ready to make a decision compared to somebody reading my six reasons on why you should hire digital, uh, an inbound marketing agency. So if they come back to Google and search digital marketing agency, that keyword's $25 a click. And I, you shouldn't be rebel, uh, liberal with any of those types of clicks. But someone who's visited my bottom of funnel content, you know, why you should hire an inbound marketing agency, that might be worth me actually spending that money on. The other thing he does well is for, uh, he, for existing customers is he actually has targeted ads. So if someone has purchased before, you might have an ad that says, thanks for being a customer, here's 15% off. You know, this is particularly good for user cases where it's, it's a high volume kind of goods. But even you can have these audiences that are there for a very, very long time. And if they come back, you can offer them another discount. So a really clever tool, even if you just use it as it is, right? And you just have your campaigns, your AdWords, your keywords that are already there, that you're already targeting, but for people who are coming back to Google, you increase your bid. And it's one of those things that relatively not many people are using because they don't understand it. And it's probably because of that stupid acronym, R-S-L-A. All right, that takes me to the end of the episode. Hopefully you got some value there. If you have any questions at all, obviously you can hit me up on Twitter at MobySadiq or email me moby at rickpandas.com.au. I hope you have a fantastic week ahead and I'll catch you again for another episode of Inbound Buzz. Thanks for listening to Inbound Buzz. Learn anything? Return the favor by spreading the word. Want to make your mark in digital? Need help with your digital strategy, inbound, and marketing automation efforts? Then visit redpandas.com.au and be sure to tune in next time for another Inbound Buzz hit.